0: Hi there, and welcome to the Dreamcast Projects podcast. I'm Ricardo. And on today's show, we have one of my heroes and all time great motivational speakers, Les Brown. Today, Les is sharing his advice on how it's possible, how working on your dreams is worth it and necessary, and how someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. This audio was recorded at the George Dome in front of 35,000 plus people. It's one of the great motivational speeches. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do every time I listen to it. So here's Les Brown.
1: I don't know what that dream is that you have. I don't care how far-fetched it might appear to be. I don't care how disappointing it might have been as you've been working toward that dream. But here's what I know. That that dream that you're holding in your mind, that it's possible. Let's say that together, please. Say, it's possible. See, sometimes we can't say, I can do that. But what we can say, that it's possible, that I can have my dream. As we run toward it, as we work on it day in and day out, no one, ladies and gentlemen, could have convinced me when I started out just over six years ago, working on my dream, and I want you to think about whatever your dream is. Because I was willing to take a chance, and most people won't do that. Most of the people that you talk to to try and bring them into the business, these are not risk-takers. Most people have done all that they're ever going to do. They raise a family, they earn a living, and then they die. But people who are running toward their dreams, life has a special kind of meaning and here's what I will share with you that in the process of working on your dreams you are going to incur incur a lot of disappointment a lot of failure, a lot of pain a lot of setbacks, a lot of defeats but in the process of doing that you will discover some things about yourself that you don't know right now what you will realize is that you have greatness within you. What you'll realize is that you're more powerful than you can ever begin to imagine. What you will realize is that you're greater than your circumstances. That you don't have to go through life being a victim. As Jack indicated, I was born in Miami, Florida, in an area called Liberty City, in an abandoned building on a hard Nanolian floor, with my twin brother. We were six weeks of age, we were adopted. When I was in 5th grade, I was identified as EMR, labeled, educable, mentally retarded, put back from the 5th grade into the 4th grade, and stayed in that category until I got out of high school. I don't have any college training, but I met a high school teacher who one day changed my life. I was waiting on another student, and when he came in, he said to me, young man, go to the board and write what I'm about to tell you. And I said, "I I can't do that, sir. He said, why not? I said, I'm not one of your students. He said, it doesn't matter, follow my directions now. I said, I can't do that, sir. He said, why not? I said, because I'm educable mentally retarded. And he came from behind his desk and he looked at me. He said, don't ever say that again. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. And that man, Mr. Leroy Washington, did something for me. He started planting seeds in my mind that enabled me to begin to dream, as Dexter has been doing for you. And, ladies and gentlemen, I started working on my dream. And most people don't work on their dreams. Why? For many years, I didn't. One is because of fear, the fear of failure. What if things don't work out? And the fear of success. What if they do and I can't handle it? The other thing is that most people, ladies and gentlemen, they get comfortable they stop growing, they stop working on themselves, they stop stretching, they stop pushing themselves, and they end up becoming very cynical about life and they throw in the towel on themselves and on their families and on their dreams. And the other thing is that most people don't feel worthy. What I'm doing now, I could have been doing years ago, but because I did not have a college education, because I didn't believe in myself, because I allowed other people's opinion of me to control my destiny, I didn't act on my ideas. So I applaud you for your dreaming, for your running towards your dream. I applaud you for believing in yourself because that's what life is about, stretching and challenging, looking for ways that you can begin to improve yourself. And ladies and gentlemen, as a result, of stretching out, of acting on my dream, and I don't know what that dream is for you. I can tell you that it's possible. No one could have convinced me that after just over six years, I will have my own book entitled Live Your Dreams. Just over six years, I will have five specials on public television. Just over six years, I've done motivational speaking for AT&T, Procter & Gamble, McDonald's Corporation, Xerox, IBM, just over six years. I will now have my own talk show that will premiere on Monday, Labor Day. I'm saying to you, your dream is possible. Your dream is possible. But not only is it important that you believe and begin to know that it's possible for you to live your dream as you run toward it, but I've done something that I want to share with you called choosing your future. In fact, I've developed a set of tapes talking about how to begin to create your own reality by choosing your future. And not only is it important for you to know it's possible for you to choose your future, but it's necessary that you work on yourself, that you develop yourself. It's necessary that you get the energy drainers out of your life, people who don't want anything, It's necessary to know that everybody won't see it, that everybody won't join you, that everybody won't have the vision. It's necessary to know that, that a lot of people like to complain, but they don't want to do anything about their situation, that you are an uncommon breed. You know, you have to know within yourself that I can do this. Even if no one else sees it for me, I must see it for myself. That's necessary. It's also, ladies and gentlemen, necessary that you be creative when you're working on your ideas. That you understand the importance of of changing up, of readjusting your strategies. Many times we can have a great idea, but if you're not advancing it in the right way and things don't happen, you become discouraged and think the idea doesn't work. No, that's not true. It's necessary that we become creative. I remember when I was in New York walking down the street And a guy approached me and said, hey, mister, can I shine your shoes? And I said, no, I'm in a hurry. I don't have time. I kept walking. Someone else said, hey, man, your shoes look clutty. May I shine your shoes? I said, no, I don't have time. I'm sorry. I'm busy. And I was walking fast, and many people solicited me for my business. And then finally, a young man stepped in front of me, and he said, excuse me. And he started counting, 97, 98, 99, 100. He said, sir? I said, yes. He said, come here, please. I said, what is it? He said, today is my birthday. And every year, just to thank God for another year of life, the 100 person who passes by shoe shine stand, I offer them a free shoe shine. Would you give me the honors? I said, "Why, sure." I got up on the shoe shine stand, George, and I sat there, and, and he shined my shoes diligently. And when I got down, I looked at him; they were sparkly. And I was walking away, and I said, "Thank you." And I stopped, I said, "Excuse me, but how much do you usually charge?" He said, "Only two dollars." I said, "I tell you what. Today is your birthday." here's five, keep a change. He said, thank you. As I was walking away looking in the opposite direction of other people coming, he started counting again. 97, 98, 99, 100. <laughs> it's necessary that you be flexible. That you are always thinking of how can I improve this better. This is a customer-driven economy it's necessary for you to always explore various ways in which you can improve the quality of service that you're providing for the people in your organization. I remember something a major company had talked about, the extra value service they were providing for their customers. And the lady who had the news conference summarized it this way. She said, it's not our intention to satisfy our customers or to please our customers. Our intention is to amaze them. It's necessary if you're going to compete today that you look for ways to amaze your customers by being one of those individuals that keep your commitments, that keep your word, that's relentless. It's necessary that you work with the people that you bring into your organization, that they see that you are a good example of a person to work with because you model integrity and determination and ambition and truth and honesty and the way in which you conduct business. The next step is That is you. That is you. That no one can do it for you but you. And even though you face disappointments, even though you will experience some setbacks, it goes with the territory. You must understand that. I remember I was playing a game with my 9-year-old son, John Leslie, and I beat him 10 straight games in a game called Connect Four. And finally, I said, John Leslie, I'm bored. I don't want to play you anymore. And I got up. I said, I'm ready to go to sleep now. And repeat after me, please. Let's say do this together. It's not over until I win. John Leslie said, no, you can't go now, Dad. I said, why? He said, it's not over until I win. That was his attitude. We sat down and we played several other games. And finally, after the 11th game, John Leslie won. And he got up and he yawned. And he said, I'm ready to go to sleep now. And I'm saying to you, what if all of us took that attitude after we face a rejection and a no, or we have a meeting and no one shows up, or somebody says, you can count on me, and they don't come through. What if we have that kind of attitude? The cause repossessed. Nobody believes in you. You've lost again and again and again. The lights are cut off. But you're still looking at your dream, reviewing it every day, and say to yourself, It's not over until I win. Life will yield to you. Now, here's the next step. Repeat after me, please. It's possible. I can live my dream, it's necessary. I work on myself, surround myself with winners, become creative. It's me. I've got to make it happen. It's not over until I win.
0: And that was Les Brown, one of my favourite motivational speakers. You can see the full-length video at lesbrown.com. Join us again next time at the Dreamcast Project podcast for more inspirational content.